2: Top shoes. Recorded live. Okay. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? I had myself muted. Yeah. Hey. Um, I forgot your it's name. J- it's Jim. Yeah, James. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. James.
0: Oh, I got a message. Oh I saw, saw that already. Yeah, doing all right. <laughs> Good to hear from you again.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I would hear week. It was a week. (laughs) Hmm. It was good. It had ups and downs. Uh, Yeah. How was yours?
0: Oh, did some work. Uh, uh, I was actually fairly productive. Got
3: some stuff done.
0: Actually, yeah, got a lot of stuff done.
3: Thinking about it now. I actually got a little bit more done than I expected, so... (laughs) Hmm.
0: Yeah. The thing about the mastermind group is when you start one, uh, my experiences in the past when I had mastermind groups, uh, I found my productivity really did increase. It really did help me. So I would be interested in getting another one started.
3: I'm very interested in getting (laughs) something like that going.
0: Yeah. My experience with the ones that I had, yeah, I found I really did get a lot more done. Yeah. Let's see, what did I do today, this week? I got a lot done, actually. I got
2: uh, got a new cat. <laughs> you got a new cat? Is that what you said? Oh, Did I lose you? I don't know. Uh, it seems to be going in and
0: out.
3: Oh, huh. I don't know if that's me here or, or yeah. what it is.
0: I don't know.
4: Well,
3: so I'm
0: I hearing some of your uh, voice dropping a little bit too so yeah it might be it might game.
3: also be the fact that i'm using a headset my bluetooth broke <laughs> okay yeah yeah I'm trying to send uh, the link to kim
0: you're still you're still uh calling in i'm still there's calling a method in. To, there's a method to use uh an online on your on your desktop or laptop whatever you're on which would be better for the sound quality.
3: Um, it says that streaming audio is disabled while in call. So, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try that because earlier it said that it was unavailable at this time. So maybe it was... I'll, I'll give it a shot, and then I'll, I'll give that a shot and see what happens. Okay. Um,
0: okay. There's a number of ways to, do, to call in just on your computer, and um, some people use Skype. Skype actually will work. I I, know, I
3: like Skype, so I've got Skype.
0: Yeah, subscriber to the Skype out service. Um, but mm-hmm. I could get you info on. That. Or I use X which is a good program. I use that. That's free. So what is how do you type that? How do you spell that? If you look for uh yeah, Google up X Lite, I bet I can find it. X hyphen L I T E. I believe it's on Counterpath. Just type in counterpath.com/x-lite. Enter, and I guess that would probably get you the download right there. Counterpath.com. I like okay. X-lite. It takes a. L- I'll uh, if you need some help setting it up, it would take a little bit of know-how. Set it to get it to get it to connect to talk show. but I like it. It's, I've used it. Uh, I don't think I've ever used anything else, actually. That's not true. I tried one other one. Didn't like that one as much.
2: There we go. Starting download. We have a guest three. Hello, guest three.
0: And 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 uh, register a I. A profile on TalkShoe so that you're not an, an anonymous guest.
3: What if I want to no. stay as an anonymous guest? <laughs> uh,
4: well,
0: I guess.
3: Well, it makes it harder <laughs> for me, but
0: uh, I just prefer to be able to know. No, I, I'll, I'll do it.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, guest three is Kim. Okay, so see, this is this is what would solve that problem. If people have a profile, so I can tell. Well, she yeah, she here. does
3: have a profile
0: on TalkShoe, but you, right now you're on guest, as guest three, Kim. Yeah. I don't know if
3: she can hear you. But good to see, see you anyway,
0: Kim. Yeah. yeah, good to good to have you again.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs>
3: Okay, so I'm going to drop and see if I can open it in Are you TalkShi. trying to connect with TalkShoe? I mean, well, I'm I mean gonna, are you trying to connect with Xlight? lite uh, Not yet. It's downloading, but I wanted to give it a shot and see if there's no, 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 anything. no.
0: I'm going to need to talk you through installation. Uh, you, yeah, uh, there's a couple of ins and outs about it. I'll have to talk mm-hmm. you through it. But can't I, can't I listen through TalkShoe? Listen, yes, but we won't be communicating. I'll oh, have to, okay. uh, Well, you'll have to type to me. <laughs> yeah, you, you may, if you if you wish to do that. I'll just talk to Kim.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying I won't have your voice anymore if you hang up. Well, Kim's calling in. I'll bring. I'll bring. I'll bring. Uh, I'll bring Kim in. Okay.
0: Hello, Kim. Hello. Hey. How are
5: you?
0: Okay. Yeah, how was your week?
5: It was interesting.
1: (laughs) All
6: right.
0: Yeah, I was just talking to James and uh, saying, yeah, I actually had a very productive week. Got a lot of stuff done, actually.
5: You did? Yeah, I
0: did. Got a new cat.
5: A new cat? What kind?
0: A, a a Russian blue
5: cat. Ooh, they're pretty. They have really funky they eyes.
0: They are pretty, yeah. They're pretty cat. I I had a Russian blue previously and pretty cat.
5: So you guys are over on the other coast, both of you, right?
0: I am yes. in California. James is in Oregon.
5: Yeah. The hurricane? Is oh. got everybody torqued. Did, did Did you see the movie The Lone Ranger with Johnny Depp?
3: Ah, uh, yes.
5: Okay, so in, the horse keeps going, the guy, keeps going back to the wrong guy, and he keeps going back to the wrong guy, and he keeps going back to the wrong guy, and he finally stands there and he throws the Indian throws his hands up in the air. He's like, the universe is out of order. Yeah, that's the story <laughs> of my life. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> The universe is out of order. Everybody is in chaos around earth.
3: Oh, I can believe that.
4: Place called Grovetown, Georgia.
5: Yeah, I'm in Grovetown, right outside of Augusta.
4: Okay.
0: Yeah. No, it's very, it's very sad with what I saw on the on the news. That's that's horrible. But uh, we can talk a lot about different things. You know, all the all the different people saying, "Well, you know, we can't spend the money to mitigate global warming." Yeah. Well, how much money are you going to spend when disasters like this, which are yeah. exacerbated, uh, keep ha- keep happening? You know,
2: that is, that is, think that through. <laughs> If ever there was a an issue that shouldn't be politicized, it would be uh, mitigating disasters.
0: Goodness sake!
2: It's it's sad. It's very sad.
5: David, were you able to get sold to that other lady that you were going to try to get on?
0: Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, let me see. You know, I didn't... Uh, I forgot. I actually forgot about that. <laughs> um, yeah, she's on Facebook, too. But we didn't set anything up, so she's 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 one she's one of the, she's one of those people who's very 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 busy. So we
1: hmm.
0: have
2: to get things set up in advance. <coughs> <Wow>. <coughs> that doesn't sound good.
3: It's normal, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that
1: still doesn't sound good.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. I feel like computers and technology today don't want to work either. <laughs> Are you trying to set up X Light? It, it's it's. Uh, it's going through everything right now. Okay, here we go. Now we're getting further. Oh, I guess not. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to talk you through how
0: to set that up. But uh, we don't have to do it today. We can uh, do it uh, in the future. But uh, it, it does make the sound quality much better when you call it through your computer system.
3: Uh, it's actually pretty interesting because if you Skype from a phone, you can hear every single sound you can hear the person tapping their foot like you can hear all of that perfectly but when you have a a regular phone call the sound quality is like 10 percent of what that sound quality is
0: yeah exactly right but it's from the
3: same exact device so why is it that way why does the traveling sound wave of a phone call get distorted like that versus on Skype it's quickly connected
0: (laughs) telephone when it's a call it's the telephone when it's on skype it's through the internet it's completely different it's a completely different system it's pretty interesting yeah if skype uses the internet the telephone uses the telephone lines so it's a completely different system which uh yeah it's you know i used to work in i used to be in radio well okay college radio but still uh audio is very important
4: yeah yeah, yeah it is
0: really really critical Especially if we're gonna be having deep conversations. So oh, I absolutely. Really like good good <laughs> good audio
2: quality. Uh yeah, also for you, Kim. You're you're calling in, right?
0: With the phone. Yeah. Who me? Yeah, Kim.
1: Yeah, I'm on my phone.
0: Yeah, so I was explaining to James that way you can call in uh, call in using your using either your desktop or your laptop whichever you're on to uh call in which will make the 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 audio quality much
3: better Actually yeah. I hate phone calls but I actually really really like Skype calls so Oh <laughs> uh, the, the sound quality <laughs> is incredible
2: yeah yeah I don't
5: know, my technology's been wacky all week long, so
2: okay. you know, Mine
5: too. down and up down.
0: Yeah, I have uh I use X Lite and uh it's free. So
2: it's a good good way of connecting. <clears throat> Did you guys listen
3: to that Stuart Wilde yet? I haven't yet. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for reminding me. I'm going to put that on my to-do list right now.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I guess I should probably do the same.
1: Yeah, he's my new
5: fascination. He has some very interesting views on life and connection and disconnection and checking out of the rat race, and I like him a lot.
2: James, did you figure out how to get your emails
0: from meetup.com?
3: Oh, yes, I did.
0: I got that okay. squared away.
2: Okay. Yeah. Right. So are you getting the dailies now?
3: Steve Barnes. Well, maybe I'm not. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, because every day I send
0: a fun email, useful from uh, Steve Barnes.
3: Cuz I get updates, but I don't get I don't get those, so maybe I don't have this squared away. Yeah, those
0: are there's a those, are, those are good. There's good stuff in there. You can read the backlog if you're if you just want to go to the archives on our group page.
4: <laughs>
0: it's not as much fun to get it in your inbox every every morning, but uh, there's great there's great stuff in there. There's great great information. Okay. I think
2: you you you, you dig it. You resonate with it.
3: do you want set up to close your programs I'm going to just go with yes sure that's what it takes
2: oh. excuse you. So, anything in particular on anybody's mind of late? Yeah, it's been a hectic weather issue week today. Um,
3: not really. <laughs> I've had a interesting day so far. Chem was kind of updated a little bit, so I'm just going to try and Ease into something else.
2: <laughs> Read anything? Re, re, been reading anything interesting lately?
3: Uh, actually, right now I'm reading uh, Caitlyn Jenner's biography. And that's been pretty interesting to hear about her life, especially because she's uh, she's from a town that was, like, a 40-minute drive from the town that I was at. So in the book, it's funny because she makes comments about that town, and I'm kind of laughing because I'm like, oh, my gosh, I agree. <laughs> so that's been pretty interesting to hear about her success and the way that she lived her life and the hardships she's had and stuff. It's, it's very insightful. And then the other book I'm reading is, uh, well, I guess I haven't started it yet, so I'm not reading it. Um, let's see. Oh, I'm almost done with Sell or Be Sold by Grant Cardone. I think I've got like two more chapters on that. Uh Ask More. That's the name of it. The power of questions to open doors, uncover solutions, and spark change. So I started the first chapter on that, but I didn't dive too deep. I listened to a couple TED Talks, though, so that was pretty interesting. Um, I wish it would show their names so I could talk about that. One one was a TED Talk by a, a disabled woman. She uh, she was kind of talking about how society has kind of placed disabilities as being brave just because they wake up in the morning. Um, that was kind of the way she put it. And I really like the way she put it because I've worked alongside uh, developmentally disabled adults. And, you know, they're not brave every day because they deal with, their problems they're brave when they act courageous in something even if it's as simple as playing with Play-Doh when they're scared to death about Play-Doh you know something small like that is very courageous to them but or to me even but just them getting up every day is not it's not something that we need to put on them not i I don't know how to put it in words it was really interesting interesting TED Talk. It's really good, though.
6: Hmm. Hmm. I've been
3: actually kind of mostly watching uh, a new TV show, which I'm not a big TV person, um, but I started watching Ballers with Dwayne Johnson uh, this week, and I've actually plowed through a lot of it. Uh, I kind of have it on in the background, and I, I listen to the way he has conversations with potential clients and... I've been kind of learning from it a little bit even though it's just a TV show that was designed for entertainment, you know.
2: <laughs> huh. Sure. Are you reading
3: anything right now?
2: Huh.
0: Well, other than my usual things, most most of
2: what I read is philosophy. That's, that's it's philosophy. Other than, but that's ongoing. That's continual. Other than that,
0: continual <laughs> reading. Uh, actually, actually, I just finished a biography of da- David Letterman. <laughs> of David Letterman. How was that? Um, there was a good deal of. It's the. It was a new one. It came out just uh, about four months ago, I believe, by Jason Zimmerman. New York Times author, interview with David Flynn, Uh
3: biography. And I might have to look into something like that. That would be pretty interesting.
0: There's a great deal of information. It's pretty exhaustive. I didn't 100% buy Mr. Zimmerman's take on Letterman
2: or the show, but I found the information to be interesting. You gotta at least have one good
3: takeaway from every book, right?
2: <laughs> well, uh, I'm—I've always—I've
0: been—I've been a—I've been, been a David Letterman fan for a long, long time. I've—I've always—I've always admired him for a for a number of different for a number of different ways.
2: What I are some of the ways? His, I admire his approach to his craft. Um,
0: there's a lot to be learned. And someone who devotes themselves to to being the best at anything. Yeah, I think there's a lot to learn from from someone who
2: who has that kind of approach to it.
5: Does he have an interesting like kind of rags to riches story, or was he born into all that?
2: David Letterman. Where you, mm-hmm. have you ever liked
0: David Letterman. <laughs>
5: Yeah, I know who he is, but I don't really know the backstory to it.
0: Um, oh, he was born in Indiana. I mean, not not particularly of note in any way. Um, you know, he certainly wasn't born into any kind of rich family by any means. But, uh, you know, I think, what's in- I think what's interesting about him is just his um. At 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 some point, he had a single-minded devotion, dedication to what he wanted to do in life, Uh, and he he knew he wanted to be in entertainment, he wanted to be a professional comedian, he wanted to be a professional entertainer, and and, uh, did quite a lot to to make that happen for him, and and that, that I think
2: is very admirable. I mean, it's not unusual for people to have that, but um, but I think I think it
0: in his case it does come out in his in his craft because because you know people think you know you know stand up comedy is is easy until you try it. It, it 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 takes a it takes a lot of a lot of uh, work and
2: perseverance to get very good at it. I think one thing you always notice about
0: uh, about Letterman, I've always noticed is is he does make it he does make it seem effortless, but it, there, it takes takes quite a lot of a lot of preparation, a lot of a lot of experience
2: to to get to yeah. that level. Definitely. Kind of, I kind of admired the way
0: he, uh, the way he he conducted interviews as well. He was always he was always very quick and very on top of things. And my experience as an interviewer, I've always taken taken some cues from that, <laughs> and a number of other things. And also just the fact that he's, but I've always found him hilarious. <laughs> he's just really funny to me. He's not for everybody, I understand, comedy being subjective, but (laughs) I always admired him. I always thought
2: he was funny.
5: What do you guys think about that intradependence?
0: Intradependence.
5: Yes.
0: <clears throat> yeah, well, isn't that kind of like what I was saying? I read a blog from one of my favorite blogs that I read. Do you have a do you have a, how do you read uh, the internet? Do you have your favorite list of you know what an RSS list is? RSS mm-hmm. feed? Yeah. Yeah. You have a favorite list of blogs that you like to read? No.
5: <laughs> no.
0: Okay, all right. Uh, one of my favorites is a guy named Mark Vanier. Uh, I can tell you about him, but I like reading him. He's always got this thing. Just this morning, he wrote uh, this <laughs> hey. one. Shush. Go on. Sorry. <laughs> um, it, which is what I was saying about disaster preparedness and And anyway, I'll just read you what he wrote this morning. He wrote, I do not understand why disaster preparedness is such a non-issue in this country today. It's not like any one of us couldn't have a flood, fire, tremor, or other real-life Irwin Allen movie in our area. I feel like there are some people who have a genuine problem with the concept of helping others. They're so self-obsessed with their own needs and fears that they're bothered by the whole concept of caring about someone who isn't them, even if that person is a family member or a neighbor. I understand the idea of being worried for yourself. What I don't get is how that doesn't translate into assisting others, how the notion of everyone helping everyone doesn't strike them as an idea that might be beneficial to them at some point. They like the part where others help them. They just don't like it being attached to any sort of obligation on their part to help others. We can't stop these disasters, but we can sure as heck build better buildings and better roads and better levees and drainage systems. We can hire and train more first responders and build more hospitals. And before you say that costs money, yes, of course it does. But take a look at the cleanup and restoration costs are going to be for Harvey and Irma and Storms to be named. At a later date, that costs money, too, and also human lives.
2: That's kind of what I was saying earlier. Uh, why,
0: why, why an issue like this should, should be politicized? Oh, it costs money. Yes, and it's going to cost more money if you don't. But the thing about politics is, if they say we're going to do this and it's going to cost money, well, guess what's going to happen? They're not going to get elected. They're not going to win the election. They're not going to get in office in the first place. <sighs> do we do we do we do we want to go in that direction? Do we want to talk politics today? <laughs> you
3: know, because I, got I can. <laughs> Because I can But you know what I'm saying, right? I mean. I mean, if we talk politics, I might have to leave because, cause, I mean, I had a discussion of church today and I had to leave, <laughs> so oh, okay. I don't know if I want two in one day. That's fine. <laughs> I am just, oh. <laughs> no, no this problem. is probably why I don't read blogs. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Well, but I, gotta find, I, yeah. You got to find the balance that works for you, whatever yes, your balance is. absolutely. <laughs> Personally, I I'm, I'm, my, my balance level is higher than most people's. <laughs> I actually find it pretty relaxing, to be honest with you.
1: Politics?
2: I do, actually.
3: The only the only person I allow to ever ramble and rant and rave about politics is probably my girlfriend, and usually I just go, I agree. I agree. I I really agree. Like <laughs> But I agree with her opinion on it, so well, I don't know where the application went. I'm back here.
0: Yeah, so to get back to intradependence, I guess. Don't you think that yeah? That should be the reason we're all here is to is to is to help mutually help each other mutually raise each other up in in theory
3: well, in many countries that's what they do when someone does something wrong versus shaming them.
0: What ends up happening is I think the the more we draw lines and the lines being okay this is a, everyone in this circle is the circle that we're going to call us this is going to be the us category and every and everybody else is the not us category <laughs> you know but every every human society does that we we draw circles we say okay this yeah. is the us group and we're the ones that are important we're the ones that we have to Pay attention to and concentrate, and everyone who is not us, we don't care. We, you know, and I think that's I, I I don't think very much of that, even though that's the history of the world, really. It's who yeah. who counts as us, and who doesn't. And that whatever your particular group of us is, And it could be racial, it could be religion, it could be geographical, whatever your version of us is. And everybody has it. Every country has it. Every, 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 it's the history of mankind. There's a group we call us. There's a group that we call not us. And the not us, either we don't care about them or we have every right to go over and take their land, take their, take their property, take their riches, whatever we want because they're, they're not us. We're us. We're the ones that are important. <laughs>
2: uh. that really is the history of mankind isn't it very
3: much so and we'll just continuously blame other things for
0: we should that be, main we should thing out of that by now
3: <laughs> yeah
0: we should here, 2017 we should have we, we should be much further along much higher up the ladder than we are you know there's only one group of us and that's the global us. That's we're all on. We're all on this one spaceship Earth together. Yeah, exactly. Martin Luther King said, "Either we work together as brothers, or we perish together as fools." Guess which side is winning.
2: <laughs> some
3: of these yeah. are always gonna have some kind of control.
0: But we can't. Well. Okay, yeah, we can get into the reasons why, but that'll go into the politics of it all. <laughs> there, there are reasons why that particular side is winning. To, to put it in one word, it's not profitable to have everybody love each other. That's it in one in one sentence. If everybody loved each other, that that that's not as profitable. It it that's that simple. It's that simple. One sentence. doesn't keep the profits going.
2: War, conflict, yeah, that keeps profits going. Well,
5: so are there too, any football... I think there's football? a fear about if everybody knew their own power of creation, if everybody knew that they really could have, do, or be anything that they wanted, like, oh, my God, we all want the same thing. That's not true. We're all individuals. We want something different.
0: The way I always look at it, I always look at, um, no matter what you're looking at, there's never any one answer. There's never any one answer. You have to look at things through a number of different uh, glasses, pairs of sunglasses, different tinted glasses. If you look through red sunglasses, everything looks red. If you look through green, everything looks green. So which one is the real one? Well, you got to have an all-sided view. At least four or five different views. If you look at everything... From a psychological standpoint, the world is going to look one way. If you look at everything from a socioeconomic standpoint, the world is going to look one way. If you look at everything through a biochemical standpoint, the world is going to look one way. Okay, which one of those ways is correct? The answer is they're all true. You're only looking at that one aspect of it. And they all are important. You can't ignore them. You know, it's like, it's like, talking, yeah, it's like talking to everybody who only sees the world through... Christianity and the Bible and everything, everything, everything. No matter what the topic is, no matter what the subject is, everything they look at through the Christian point of view, you know, or the same through capitalism, or, or Marxists, you know, or or uh, or scientists, you know. They only look at the you know the scientific evidence, you know. Now, no one is wrong here. No one's wrong. They've all got a, a, a part of the puzzle. But nobody has the full picture. You're better off looking at, Robert Anton Wilson called them reality tunnels. Everybody has their favorite reality tunnel, the way they look at the world. But you've got you to use all of them, at least four or five of them. You can look at the world through a Christian viewpoint. Actually, there's a, there's a lot of validity there. There's some truth to that. You can look through the world through a Marxist viewpoint. There's some truth there. You know, a good good phrase is, uh, beware of the man who has read one book. (laughs) You know, whatever their book is, for some, their book is the Bible. For some, their book is Karl Marx. You know, and and that's the only thing. That's the only book they look at the world in. That's the only set of glasses they'll look at the world through. It's not that they're wrong. They're just very limited. You've got to get four or five different reality tunnels. And then you get a, a more w- wider view of what's going on. So, yeah, like you're saying, there's a psychological component, fear, p- personal power. Yeah, okay, like you're saying, yeah, that's, that's a component of it. The economics of it are important. The polit- politics are important. Uh, everything, everything.
2: You've got to look at it all. But who does that? Who does that? Who does look at it all? Very, very, very few
0: people. (laughs) That's part of the problem, actually, is we're not getting a wider,
2: more comprehensive, more integral view. That's actually part of the problem. The more more different perspectives you get, I think uh, the better off you are. Not just understanding, but the more effective you're going to be. but that's going to take time.
0: See, that that's the problem. That takes time. That take who you know who's going to be an expert in everything. You can't be an expert in everything. Who's going to take the time to devote themselves? Yeah, well, okay. It's not easy, no, but uh, <laughs> but I don't see any other any other viable solution. I think the, the no matter what it is you're talking about, any any issue political, economic, social, sociological technological any issue any issue at all like if you take that wider perspective that's you're going to have more of a chance of success than you would otherwise you could call it cross training there are there are athletes who will only train in their in their sport and do what their their training that they need for their sport but actually if you cross train train muscles you, you you aren't going to specifically need in your sport but they become better athletes they actually it bleeds over into their own sport
2: the the, the athletes who cross train being being a more well-rounded individual well-rounded athlete Like Steve talks about, mind, body, spirit. Yep. Mm -hmm. What was the one
1: for today that was really good?
2: Yeah, he's doing the uh, opening your heart series. Mm Mm-hmm. is to stay that way once you get that way. <laughs> I actually put it in, in four. Actually, I say mind, body, spirit, and self. Self being mental health. I would actually say four. I could explain that if you want.
0: Yeah,
6: today was
2: healing emotions number three, taking responsibility for your own happiness. Steve is uh, a good good source. you know um you know you know Archer Archer Daniels
0: Midland Archer Daniels Midland Corporation uh uh the CEO this was back in the 70s actually on 60 minutes uh the CEO at the time of Archer Daniels Midland um in the 70s was interviewed on 60 minutes his name was uh, Dwayne Andreas and he was interviewed and uh, they asked him you 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 realize Given the amount of food that you actually produce, that your company produces, you produce a lot of food. Mathematically, we've ran the numbers and you could, if you wanted to, you could actually feed all the starving people in Africa and third world countries. And he said, oh, yes, we could. Absolutely. We we have we have more than enough production capability to feed all those people. And the interviewer asked, well, then why don't you? And he just looked at her and he just said, They don't have any money. (laughs) Duh. Obviously, (laughs) they don't have any money.
2: You see, what, what 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 more explanation do you need? I forgot I muted.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That's happened to me sometimes. Yeah.
4: What mom? I then... Pepsi?
3: And I forgot what I said. So do you guys like any sports? Um, like, I mean, I guess I'm just boiling this down to are you excited for football season? <laughs>
0: oh, uh, no, I don't think i going to do it that much.
3: You're not a big football person?
2: I'm not I'm not a big sports
3: person, but uh
2: the only thing I I, I do pay attention
0: when the Olympics are on just because I think that's fun. You know what? I actually like individual events much more than team sports. Because for me I just think team, team sports there's so much variability. There really is too much randomness for me that it, could, it really could go either way, depending on too many different factors. I, I just think team sports are too much of a chaotic mess for me to really be interested. I just think any, no matter what, it could always go either way, just mm-hmm. depending on so many different factors. I like individual events. You know, This person races faster than that person. This person swims faster than that person. That's easy to understand. You can't argue about that. That's why I like individual events more than team sports. You you know what I mean? I understand. There's so many factors in team sports. It's just too too chaotic for me. Absolutely. Individual events, very, very, very non controversial. Simple. (laughs) You are faster, you win. That's simple for me.
3: (laughs) Gets the job done. Yeah. No, I I I completely understand that especially because you know i got to say that a lot of team sports it's it's a continuously like a continuous thing that you have to kind of keep up with to understand if they're headed towards a super bowl or they're headed towards the big game or if they're really doing crappy and they just had two really good games or something like there's a lot of a lot of factor into everything and then stats on every single person and, and yeah, it seems yeah, like, you know, there's people like I mean, my uh my girlfriend actually, she's obsessed with football. And uh she can she can sprout all that stuff off, no problem. And I'm over here going, Oh, well, I just like the game. Like it's kind of fun <laughs> You know, so there's people that are diehard, like true all of it fans and then there's people that just like the the sport and the roughhousing and it makes enjoyment of the game harder i think with a lot of team sports
0: oh i i have i have watched team sports and i i i enjoy it on the level of anything because i like i someone i'm someone who likes people who do anything well no matter what it is that you do well if you do it well i'm interested I'm interested in success. I'm interested in people who do anything at a level of craft and a level of skill that you have devoted yourself to, to become very, very good at something, no matter what it is. If it's a man who makes shoes, if you can make shoes very, very well, I'll watch you make shoes for an hour. Because I just admire your craft. I admire the time it took you to learn this. It took him yeah. years to get so good at this. I find that fascinating, and I will watch him make shoes for hours because I'm fascinated at that level of devotion, at that level of skill. I find that admirable. Same with, same with sports. So I'll watch, I'll watch a football game and say it took
2: them hours to get to be that good at their sport, and that I find admirable. Yes. Deep thinkers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the the, fa- the famous 10,000 hours, right? You've heard that, right? Yeah. It takes
3: 10, Actually, it's one of my favorite hour. TED Talks. <laughs> yeah, to
0: get very good at anything. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, you got to decide what it is you want to get good at. Put in the 10,000.
3: I wonder <laughs> how many I would have done this year.
0: Well, which which thing are you trying to be, get good at?
3: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Breaking it down. If it's truly, then it wouldn't be that time.
0: You see, that's the difference between a light bulb and a laser. Do you know what a laser is? I mean, seriously, do you know what a laser is? Do you know how a laser works? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> a light, you, when you turn on a light bulb, you know, it, they're, they're 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 the 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 particles of light are called photons. The photons just scatter in all directions of the light bulb. They just scatter off in every direction, omnidirectionally. The photons go off. That's when you turn on a light bulb. A laser is all of those photons are going in one direction, going directly, all those photons, one direction. That's what a laser is well there's more to it than that but there's but that's what it, the basic idea is the photons are going in one direction all of the photons in one direction that's the difference if you're just going in all directions you're not you're not going to be as effective as a laser which can cut things get something accomplished unless you just want light but you know you know you know you anyway you don't don't belabor the metaphor you know what i mean you have to have a laser like focus and
3: precision to be a useful tool thank you for that that actually kind of made a little bit better sense for me
0: figure out what you want to do and laser like on it directly onto that that's what i'm talking about when whenever anybody who gets good at anything yeah uh, uh jenner with uh, her her sport and Letterman,
2: yeah, they, these are people who put in their ten thousand hours. Yeah. A famous uh, saying:
0: Chase two rabbits, catch none. Yep. How do you catch a rabbit? Figure out which rabbit you're you're trying to catch. Catch that one. You chase two.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're not catch- catching any. So yeah, hopefully we could all adopt
0: these principles of interdependence, intra-dependence. How would we say the difference between inter and intra? Yes, it depends on which one is the which is the the dividing line. Intra within a community, intra within a family, intra within a state or country or nation or
2: Species. <laughs> so inter would be interstate commerce, inter-country
0: commerce, international commerce, intergalactic, I guess. Commerce between states, between countries, between galaxies. Yeah. <laughs> We're not at the galaxy part yet. <laughs> but um, that would be the difference. So if we're intra-dependent, I guess we're dependent within within our group, whatever our group is, our family, our country, our, our planet.
5: I thought that interdependence was that you were
1: flying solo. Maybe it's
5: in, independent.
0: If... You are independent, then you are a solo operator without any affiliation. If you are interdependent, then you you have a mutual
2: symbiosis. You you both exist because you work together. Interdependent, yeah. Independent means you are
0: a solo operator. you don't have to be depend on anybody. You are independent
1: and that's where most people get stuck
2: I don't well you
0: have to give me an example of independence. What would be an example of independence?
5: Independence being that you're only focused on your own outcome. That's what you were saying. You know, if it's not good for me, then
2: you don't really matter.
5: When you can go beyond that to the greater good that. That's kind of the sweet spot. And I think a lot of people are intimidated by that. When you meet somebody who is connected, who Mm -hmm. really is open-hearted and just has somebody else's best interest at heart, not at sacrifice of themselves, but really truly has the good of others at heart, that can be really intimidating to somebody that's not on that level.
6: (laughs)
1: They think that you have to have an agenda. you can't really be that nice
2: hmm. Wow, there's a number of issues there. Yeah. Unpack each one, well, okay, when you say you're focused
0: on yourself, yeah, but I think the the, the point I was getting at is you know there's a, if you take an economics class. They 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 run a a, a practice uh, that that an exercise about um, you know the path of banana. That
6: was a really shit to I get am.
0: into it right now, but the point is there's so many different uh, stages sorry. and levels from the time a banana is picked to the time it gets to you. Uh, they they teach you that in economics. Uh, We live, there is no such thing as dependence. That's the point I'm trying to make. There's no such thing as independence. Unless you are truly living out in the woods as a hermit, growing your own food, drinking stream water, you know, unless that's you, there is no such thing as independence in this world. That was the point I'm trying to get at. We are all dependent on our food and water and electricity from the society we live in. There is, that's an illusion. There is no
2: such thing as de- independence. I mean, that's the reality of the world we live in.
0: Nobody is independent unless you are living out in the woods alone completely on your own. There's probably, I don't know, how many people would you estimate there must be in the world today living less than 50? (laughs) You know, the fact is none of us are independent. We all have, we all have, we're all all dependent on the society just to be able to stay alive because we're not growing our own food. We're not. Okay, so you, you see the point I'm making.
2: There's no such thing as complete total independence.
1: That's true, but it can
5: be not necessarily their physicality. It's their outlook on life.
3: I don't know. The Amish are pretty independent.
5: Yeah, but they're dependent on each other. They're dependent on their community.
3: Yes. And then humans, we can't live without physical contact.
5: So... Well, isn't that what makes heartbreak so hard? Because you're hardwired for connection, and then you think yeah. you have connection, and it leaves you, and then you're like, uh, and that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. To be able to stay open-hearted when you've been through that is challenging. Okay. Not impossible, just challenging.
2: Okay, so say again what you were saying about um, the fear that a person
0: can't be dependent. What was that?
5: Um, No, not that they can't be dependent, but it can be
1: intimidating to someone, to meet somebody
5: who is truly wholehearted and vulnerable and looking at life for the greater good and not only what's in it for them. because
2: well, a lot of people are, yeah.
5: Yeah, but, but most people are looking at you like, you've got to have an agenda. There's something in this for you, right? It, it, it's hard to put like the brain around somebody actually being that kind.
0: I like, I like Gore Vidal's. Line where he said, as soon as somebody starts talking about brotherly brotherly love, I start looking at my
2: wallet. <laughs> well, I yeah.
5: You don't well, agree you with know, that.
2: A lot of, a lot of,
0: a lot. Of, you know. <sighs> This is a lot of what you get in i've been around the the new age and the the spiritual movement um, for a lot of decades now i really have been and yeah i get a i get a i get, this is what i get a lot of in the the new age movement and new consciousness raising and all of it i've 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 been in the in this world for a long time and you know, the, this is one of the criticisms of it. Is yeah, you know, you, you shouldn't have a a, a mind. Uh, let me say that again.
2: You should. You your mind shouldn't be so open that your brain falls out. You know, and that's
0: part of the problem. Is I think well, this is another topic entirely. But I do think there's a lot of anti-intellectualism in the new age community more than there should be certainly oh just go by your heart and let your instincts be your guide. okay yeah but the problem with that is yes there are a lot of scam artists out there there are there really are there are people who are genuinely going to bilk you out of your money there's plenty of there's plenty of that out there so don't be stupid so don't be stupid. Yeah, just just don't turn off your brain. And I just find myself saying this a lot to people in the New Age community. Don't turn off your brain. Keep your criti- critical thinking intact. There are actual scams out there. If you don't have that cri- your critical facilities in- intact, you will get burned.
2: There's a lot of it out there. Yeah, being, being spiritual and, and in, in, in embracing your spiritual life doesn't mean sh- shutting off your brain. Yeah, somebody who, who really does have a great message. Yeah,
0: look deeper and find, find out. Use, use some critical assessment. Figure out what 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 it is they want you to buy. Yeah, that no, that I think that I think that's that is that is important. I I I stress this because I think too many spiritual
2: seekers overlook this part.
5: And two, don't swallow it whole. Yeah, right. You know, every, of course, everybody's got their lens, so you can listen to or read ten different people and get ten different perspectives, pick and choose what fits for you and leave the rest. Doesn't mean that it's wrong, it's just not right for you.
0: If you're too busy staring at the stars, you'll ignore the hole you're about to walk into. Mhm. <laughs> yeah, no. You gotta have you gotta have the balance of both. You've gotta have your mind working. Yeah, some 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 people are giving you the the brotherly love rhetoric, truly because they they honestly do have an agenda. They really honestly do want that. That is that is true. That is out there. So yeah, be suspicious.
5: And I think it was that Stuart Wilde that I was listening to too. He's like, you know, the people that are truly magical that can affect change. You don't even know that they're doing it.
6: <laughs> they're they're
5: just walking through and being themselves and doing, you know, wishing you well, sending you love. Not counting their own horn and asking you to sign up for stuff. <laughs> they're just being what they're they're putting out into the world what they wish to receive. And that's a really nice thought. How often does it come back? Like that tends to be my struggle now is I, I do try to be very kind and giving and happy. I am happy most of the time, but I'll be damned if that's come really, really come back to me yet. Like when it comes, it's gonna be like huge old wave of it cause <laughs> I surely have put out enough of it <laughs> for it to come back to me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. A lot of it too is you gotta, you gotta.
0: Yeah, you gotta make you gotta
2: make good good choices. Yeah, but that also yeah. takes critical thinking.
1: And it's a balance between
5: the taking care of yourself and taking care of your community. It's a teeter totter. You can't. I don't think that you can do all of one or the other. you will exhaust yourself. You either take care of you and you don't care about everybody else and then you're lonely and and don't really, you're not fulfilled or you give everything that you have to your community and to the people that you love and you've got nothing left for yourself. So if the universe has changed, you've got to be adaptable to going back and forth on that teeter-totter for whatever the moment actually needs.
0: Hmm. Probably the best thing you can do, yeah. No, it, it's got to be. It's got to be. A, well, I uh, there was a guy a long time ago. There was a guy who was a regular who was coming here, and he really was one of those components. It's all about me. It's all about. It's all about. Uh, I'm the only thing that I can. I can stick with. Uh, I can. I can rely on, and I'm the only one I can fix. I can, I'm the only one I. I can make any any progress with. So it's all has to be me. And then I, I, with him, every time he would come in here and I would talk to him, with him, I would always start stressing how much you had to be politically active, how much you had to be concerned about society and how much you had to be uh, concerned about others and help others. And I would stress that all our conversations would just be like that. Him constantly saying it was all about me and I had to work on myself and no one else. That's my only job. I'm put here on the, on the, incarnation to do is to work on myself that's it and i i, I would constantly tell him no it's all about society and, and then there was another individual who was also coming here completely the opposite it was all about political activism it was all about being concerned about society and to that individual <laughs> guess what i would always say hey you can't work on anything except yourself you're your job number one you got to pay attention to yourself you see what i'm saying it's got, yeah, if you if you are overbalanced on one of those two, I'll tell you the opposite you know, about which one is more important, because, you know, I was telling those two what they needed to hear. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Both both of those things are true. They're both true. If you're if, and that's true with a lot of political activists is that they're they're way overbalanced. They're going all the way into just worrying about society and 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 war and and everything and to the extent where yeah the, the, you're what you're doing is you're avoiding personal work and personal growth that you should probably be paying attention to, and if all you're doing is personal work and personal growth, yeah, then that's out of balance as well,
2: so yeah, exactly right. Middle way. The middle way.
5: <laughs> and the world takes all kinds.
0: That's true as well.
5: You know, so maybe, it, I guess that's really a big challenge is to find that balance in one person because we're the guy who is only worried about everybody else, balances out the guy that only cares about himself. So, in the universe, they balance each other out, but not in the same body. <laughs> Perhaps. It's interesting to me what makes people tick, and like how do they come to those alignments how did one person like it's nature or nurture right you're raised in the same household for example i have a younger brother and um we're complete polar opposites i've never smoked i can't even light a lighter (laughs) i've never you know i'm not really a drinker i never partied when i was young i had a horse when i was nine and that was my best friend and you know now as adults my family my girls are everything to me um I I do things for me now that I didn't do before, but my girls are everything. And my brother is the complete opposite of us. You know, he was into drugs when he was younger. He's got a drug problem now. You know, waiting for social services to take his kids away from him. Just, and raised in the same household. So... You know, what determines what you're going to align with? Is it experiences that you have when you're a kid? Or is it really that you look down before you came into this lifetime and said, okay, I'm going to pick that because that's going to make me grow? That's really interesting to me.
0: That comes to the core question. I think we talked about this question last time. How do people change? How do people how do people grow? How do people move up the ladder? How does that? What's the mechanism that gets people moving up the ladder? How does that work? The answer is we don't we don't know. we don't know. we don't know the answer to that. <laughs> we don't know. We, we're we're just starting to figure out the answer to that question. How do people grow? How do
2: people climb that ladder? How? What is the mechanism? How does it work? I don't know.
5: I think a large part of it is it has to be their own desire. And what's right for me is not necessarily right for somebody else. That's a judgment. You know, I'm judging my brother for his life. It's not my life.
0: I think there are, as I think as I said before, I don't think there's ever any one answer. There are people who have the desire, but you know, that's having the desire alone by itself isn't gonna be enough. <laughs> Necessary but not sufficient. No, I think you you need yeah, if you're gonna start making a list of what you need, I think you're gonna end up with twenty seven different things. Okay, desire, okay, well that would be uh that would be a good number one. <laughs> going from there. <laughs> what
2: else do you need? <laughs> yeah. If I could find it, I, there was a great article.
0: The best I've ever come across. If I could find that. How do people change? Conditions for change, or something like that. I wonder if I could find that. Six conditions needed for change. You know what? Why don't I just give this
2: to you guys, and you can look it up and read it yourself. Put that in there. One is you have to have the potential for change. Not everybody is
0: capable of change. Two, that's not enough. Then you got to have the solutions. What what exactly do you need to do? You have to actually have real solutions. Three, dissonance for identify barriers. Not going to not going to help if you're just running in circles, running on a treadmill doing, 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 but you're not getting anywhere. Because you can't, because you don't know what your barriers are. Five, understanding, insight, what's going on.
2: Six, uh, consolidation, support. That's the the team you, you have can't do it on your own. Have your people. That, that's, that's a critically important part. You can't do it on your own. That goes right back to the intra Yeah, I think, uh, as I say, I think... You have to look at everything through
0: what I would say a minimum of four different reality tunnels. And I I actually like Steve's
2: categories, mind, body, spirit, and my fourth is self. Yeah, mind would be personal well, let me see. Okay. Let me see. got this. Mind would be your hmm. Yeah, you okay, your your s your sociological community around you. Yeah.
0: No, I think that would be spirit. Okay, so let's call that spirit. Spirit would be the sociological community. Mind would be the economic, political situation you are in. Body, obvious, biochemical, physical. And
2: and self, mental. everything that's going on on you on a psychological level. That would be my minimum four. If you're missing
0: one of those four, I think you're you're, you're only seeing a very
2: partial view of what's happening. That would be my minimum four. From there, you could add other things. Even if you have all four of those,
0: there are still different types of people, different personality types, different types like um, well, there's lots of typographical of, type of systems out there, the Enneagram, even astrology, the Myers-Briggs, even something as basic as men, women. No, that's 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 a that's
2: a very basic typographical system. People are different. People are different.
1: What's the Myers
5: Briggs?
0: Oh, you don't know Myers Briggs? Oh, look it up. Google Google that. Yeah, really, that's fairly fairly well known. Myers Briggs. M Y E R S B R I G G S. I will read from the Wikipedia. Myers-Briggs Type Indicator, MBTI, is an introspective self-report questionnaire claiming to indicate psychological preferences and how people perceive the world around them and make decisions. Actually fairly well known. I actually think it's overrated, to be honest, but um, I think people rely on it too much. I'm not as big a fan of it.
5: I bet you that's what I did when I took this job. I had to take a personality test online. And it was like the same question, five different ways. And the majority of it, I was shaking my head like, wait, people really look at the world like this? Like, really? (laughs) It was like the world is out to get me and my boss is a jerk no matter how hard I worked. And I was like, whoa.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It came out of... uh came out of uh young's
2: psychological types. One
1: well, must not be too crazy because they hired me anyway.
0: It's not about who's crazy, it's these are types.
2: These are psychological types. What you what your type is. Now, there's no right or wrong here. It's just what what you are.
0: No, we, we understand there's such things as pathology, of course. You have to make that distinction. There is something that's just genuinely not functional. But the truth about that is um, that there's a lot less of that than, than is popularly accepted. Very, very little that's just pathological uh, psychologies running around at
2: least as commonly accepted as pathological psychological
5: It was pretty neat though because it really made you look at yourself which is for me difficult to do you know, I would much rather. I have this huge mother hen complex, so I like helping people, and it makes me feel good to do that. But to actually look at me and what I want and where I want to go and set my own personal goals, you know, that's a little challenging.
2: Yeah, these things can get as
0: complicated, as complex as you would like if if you're interested in getting these very, very complex and complicated. But most people don't have the time, so I just go for the simple one. And the simple version is, I think, Steve's categories. That's the most basic one that covers everything you need to cover in a quick, easy-to-digest manner that anybody can grasp mind, body, spirit. Is it probably too simple? It could be, but it's the most basic, simplest you could possibly get to it. I think if you want to go further, then you should probably go get a little bit more detailed.
2: But that's the the intro, I think. Mind, body, spirit categories. Then you should get go on from there
0: but most people don't have the time most most people just just want the five minute version
2: okay if you need the five minute version here it is that's yeah that'll only get you so far (laughs) From Southern California. See what we can see here. Hello, California. Yes. I'd like to ask you a question, please.
0: Okay, sure.
4: I noticed you were talking about the mind, body, and soul.
0: Okay,
4: yes. And? I thought about the possibility that it was a, a one-sided argument, okay, with all due respect, uh, only because it encompasses primarily only one, one of the two psychologies known to to mankind. That one is one of an egoic and centric right, nature, and the other one it is more all encompassing um, so how does the soul fit into this where you say mind body soul what is that is that soul um have any of the, of the of the attributes uh of the of the connected whole you see because there's
2: you're- intermingling uh psychologies which is is kind of interesting well uh First of all, I said spirit, but the way I was, the way I define spirit
0: is mostly because everybody has their definition of the word spirit.
4: (laughs) Forgive me. You did say spirit. I was, I was wrong about that. I apologize. But yes. We
0: can get into the the specific definitions of all of these terms. Yeah. Spirit is one of these words that everybody talks about, everybody uses, but nobody uh, agrees on a definition of so the way I would just use spirit is just very clearly it's the people around us, the people in our lives, how we interact with each other. That is the way I define spirit. And everybody can agree on that, even if you're an atheist, even if you are pure, pure material, uh, scientific materialist. Uh, we can agree that the people in our lives are important, our friends, our family, also co-workers, neighbors, the people around us. And that's basically what I, what I was referring to when I say spirit. Now, if we go further than that, we can, but that's basically what I was talking about.
4: Okay. Because are you, let's get consensus on a, and a point of interest, which I find to be intriguing because it deals with the two psychologies. Do we have consensus that there is another? There are more than one psychologies which govern over modern,
2: you know, modern men. Um, I guess you could make an argument for that. And how how, how then would we would we respond to the the
4: ideology of the body? mind and spirit in in a a dualistic or more expansive approach rather than a limited one whereby i'm going to somehow someday leave my body and be a part of some you know the real world where you know where i'm going to go on you know this i'm taking a a bit of an existential
2: position but i hope you appreciate my question
0: I'm not sure. I'm I'm not sure. I do actually. What's your question?
4: Well, I'm saying how how do we relate the mind, body, and spirit philosophy over into this larger expanded psychology of where it goes beyond the self, beyond the limited sense of self. You know, it's obvious that we all have our sen- limited sense of self, right? and whereby our body represents our limits but then we also have our influence via our our specific acts and actions right <clears throat> based on everything that comes from within ourselves um and that what how we how we how we act in the world uh is is governed by our perception of ourselves so if a person like me has a perception of of a limited nature or character right then, then I may not, I may not think in 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 terms of um, opportunistic ways of of joining communities for you know the betterment of all. Uh, I may just be so focused on my own survival, right, that I can't see the larger picture that everybody is in a different psychology. Of course, I'm not saying it's wrong. You see, you see what I mean? It's like, it's just I'm trying to figure out which approach you were taking. Was it one? Was it neutral? Pos- or are you are you uh, merely that, talking about that the more limited sense of psychology, of self? You know, you're like, hey, this is me. I'm limited in my approach. Whereby, in this expanded one, you would have an intrinsic connect, uh, awareness of uh, the connectivity between your self and everything around you,
2: just based on mere observation. You know. I, uh personally, I don't have any, any problem as a, uh, with any of that
0: philosophy. As I've said before, I've been around the New Age community for decades, and I've heard a lot of that philosophy,
2: and a lot of it I think is really cool, to be honest.
1: That sounds like a description of soul.
0: Well, we could get into the definitions of these words if anybody's interested in that. Um, <laughs> if we want to,
5: I'm intrigued. I like it. Thank you for your input.
4: Well, you're welcome. Um, <clears throat> uh, I thought I thought it was interesting because I was trying to. My pinpoint question is: did the 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 body mind spirit construct it seems it, it looks at first glance to be one from the limited perspective and i wanted to ask you were you taking a different position because you included spirit in that and that spirit is actually and also mind and body really if you think about it from an expansive view all things are included in that in that second perspective of expansiveness so, but but most people I think go around every day and they just they don't see the expansive you know characteristics of themselves. They they just look at the very very limits of um, this gross this 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 reality. It's like um, here they are, right? Uh, it's gross in the sense that you're perceiving it from a limited perspective, but in the net view of things. Everything is working together harmoniously in one one space. So it's, it's just kind of a mass of things, but it's it's kind of empowering when you realize the expansive
2: side of, of the perspective. Yeah, I do think because, that I get what yeah. you're
0: saying. Can I answer you?
2: Okay. Please. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. 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 I'll just say this the way
0: I, I usually say this. Okay, uh, uh, first of all, while, while doffing my hat to the idea that reality can never truly be grasped cognitively, let's keep, keep, be clear on that. We know, none of us know. Nobody here knows, nobody on earth truly knows what the truth of existence is. And if there is a truth of existence, our, our, our minds are limited. We can never grasp fully what's going on. Okay, with that understood, in Buddhism, there is what is called to, the two truths doctrine, the two truths doctrine in Buddhism. Now, there are two truths that we exist simultaneously in two realms, what's called the absolute realm and the relative realm. In the absolute realm, yes, the world is a complete illusion, is a dream, it's maya, and we will awaken from it one day, uh, and that's true. There is also the relative realm. We have physical bodies, which must be maintained. We have our lives to negotiate. We have uh, 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 nutrition. We have food to eat and families to support. We have people around us. That's true as well. Both of those two things are true. We live in both of those realms, the absolute realm and the relative realm. That's the two truths, doctrine in Buddhism. That's the human condition. Both of those two things are true. They're contradictory. They do not match. They don't meet. Yet they're both true. Now, if we're going to go in the direction of talking about awakening, enlightenment, Non-dual realization, satori, samadhi, uh, the, the, the cosmos opening up to our... Okay, okay, okay. I love talking about that, to be honest with you. But here's the thing. Awakening, enlightenment, coming to that cosmic realization of the oneness of it all, coming to that, I say, my position is, that that is likelier to happen to you. If you exist in a physically healthy body, in an emotionally healthy mental state, uh, the more receptive you are in this relative gross realm. A healthy body, a supportive family relationship, and, hey, secure income to pay for your physical needs, food, shelter, clothing. While on that path, Towards enlightenment is a really great supportive platform on which to conduct that spiritual journey that you're going to be on. See what I'm saying? <laughs> if you don't have the basics mm-hmm. of that taken care of, you no know, matter how far you're going
2: with your spiritual journey. That's a good point. <clears throat> um,
4: and it's inclusive of of um, having a true awakening moment. Um, but I think just like flowers bloom and just like you know, you know, you have trees that just it you know, seems that get planted and they just sprout you know, uh because that's that's the nature of things. All awakening is like that. And because, you know, we're dealing with life here. You, you know, life just generally takes care of itself. I'm not. I'm not claiming to be a Buddhist, but I. I actually grew up in a Christian family, and so it's very. It's far. It's not too far from the Buddhist principle, but still, there's a lot of brain. You know, I say brainwashing, but it's a little bit different of a, of a um, you know, system. for, because they have God as the judge, right? God the Father. Okay. as head of the household, and then the, we have our representative there at, in the sun, you know. But just just seeing that that um, that this 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 all-expansive view of things uh, offers more more opportunity. That's why I chose to kind of attempt to position myself personally from that that place of awareness, so I could um, actually. At least make a good faith effort to bring about um, an, some sort of authentic desire. You know, that,
0: the flower that you're talking about. Needs you, it needs all that, or that flower is not going to be growing. And I think we, as as humans, we need good health. We need security. We need stability in our physical health and our fitness and our career and our and our finances and our interpersonal relationships i think those are those are our equivalents of soil nutrients and sunlight and water and that's what we need to grow if we're going to go up to those higher levels of of, of expansive view that you're talking about we need those things and actually well, I'm overstating it. There are plenty of people who don't, but I think it's likelier that it, that that will unfold naturally, effortlessly. If you have a sound foundation in body, career, and relationships, then spirit naturally grows. It seems to me.
4: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then there's also the. The other side of the coin, right? Where you could be balanced in in everything you're doing, and and because of your balance and and equilibrium, you actually start to see, right? How how some of the inequalities necessarily in your energy field, for lack of a better way of describing it, and then start to realize the areas of insult, or injury, or fractioning of the self, you know? So it's, I mean, fraction, is that right? Did I say fraction? Fractioning is that
0: That's why I advocate my concept of balance, is making sure you're looking at all of these four areas, three, four, or five areas, physical health, interpersonal, career, and psychological health. If you're looking at all of those areas, then you are going to not be overlooking any one of, of important categories of life. And the more you're doing that, I think probably the likelier growth development.
4: Excellent. You definitely, yeah, you definitely answered my question. Um, and I can tell now the the, 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 the side of the coin that yeah, you're taking. So just so you did. thank you for answering my question. Certainly. And I will be here listening. Thank you.
0: <laughs> well, very. Thank you very much for calling in. Yeah. All right, great. Yeah, I do. I do think um, I can keep going talking about this. Because
2: one thing I w- would want to point out is in the relative realm that we're talking about, the
0: relative physical material world. In this relative realm. We all have our trials and our struggles and our risks, as indeed we all do in this journey between birth and death. Buddhism, life is dukkha, suffering, okay? Christianity has sin, okay? Um, There's a thing called uh, 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 the Bodhisattva vow. The Bodhisattva vow is a commitment to assist all beings in reducing their suffering and encouraging their eventual awakening. Now the trials and the struggles and the, the all the, the, the problems of life are minimized by correctly managing your physical health, your diet, nutrition, career, finances, your family, relationships, personal, interpersonal. Okay, if you if you correct, have those running well, then all those, (laughs) those trials and problems and struggles, those, uh, those are minimized. I would say that if we are going to concentrate on physical health, fitness, career, finances, interpersonal relationships, mental health, I would say that's a very useful path to accomplishing the reduction of suffering. And for me, that's the bodhisattva vow production of suffering that's primarily what we're talking about
6: in other words production
4: of suffering causes right thinking or at least noticing the fact that the suffering is there right is the right thinking uh, according to the eightfold path of enlightenment right (laughs) yeah
0: yeah yeah, you know your stuff yeah no uh, understanding the suffering is there
2: yeah Okay, but you certainly have to, of course. Of course. I think another thing I would point to is um, well, you've heard me talk about that
0: ladder. I should probably explain more when you talk about enlightenment. That's the top of the ladder. That enlightened thinking, the cosmic bam, universal oneness, everything. You know, Satori, <laughs> uh, Samadhi. Enlightenment, non-duality, you know, uh, coming into communion with the Godhead. Yes, okay. Yeah. Uh, That's the top of the ladder. So I should probably explain more. When we're talking about developmental progression, we develop. uh, We progress developmentally. Everything, everything progresses developmentally. There are many systems that... uh, break it down into stages. Uh, in Hinduism, you have the chakra model. Uh, in, in Christianity, the seven sacraments. Uh, Kabbalah, the tree of life. Uh, in Zen, there's the, the ten ox-herding pictures. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You can There are hundreds of hierarchical developmental schemes. Uh, you can use whichever one you like, whichever one you, 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 you like. Even if you're, if you're a Christian, yes, the seven sacraments are the same thing I'm talking about. Now, in each one of those hierarchical levels, the path begins at the bottom with the relative realm, physical health, fitness, career and finances, and interpersonal relationships. Every one of those that I'm talking about, they all start there. That's the beginning. Every one of them. It's true. The great spirit, both, both, both the great spiritual traditions of mankind and modern psychology advocate a path of establishing your health and your security and your stability in the lower beginning levels, physical health, fitness, career, finances, interpersonal relationships, before you start work on the higher, more advanced levels,
2: spirituality self-transcendence enlightenment non-dual awareness if you if you if you go in the opposite direction or if you neglect
0: the lower levels and concentrate solely on the higher levels um yeah you're you're just you're just asking for trouble <laughs> is it vice versa because it goes from oh, bottom just, up. Yeah, right, right. Bottom up. It doesn't go top down. It goes bottom up. Alternatively, it can go from heart out. But that's the only other path that's acceptable. But it never goes top down. Bottom up or heart out. But not not top down. Take care of your physical health and your physical fitness, your career and your finances, and your interpersonal family support system. First, do that first, and then you start worrying about non-dual awareness, communing with the Godhead. Then, that's that. That's the order you go in. And well, I, that's the one that seems
4: most normal, right? <laughs>
0: I think. I, that's a mistake and i've seen that mistake before.
4: Well, no, what you sense. said right there was that um it was not it's normal to 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 take the route it should be normal oh. to take the route where you establish yourself physically and also economically and then begin to ex, ex, ex you know experience this other side. But in nature see that's that's that is still coming from the dualistic perspective so it's not necessarily going to ne- bring about the same fruit, you know what i mean?
6: Uh as being mere,
4: you know, merely aware of uh, the the non dual perspective. I'm not trying to I'm just I'm playing devil's advocate of course. We
0: live in realms. So we live in both the absolute realm and the relative realm. We live in both. That's the human condition. We need both. Well, I think
4: it has a lot to do with the psychology of personhood and different phases of personhood. I mean, having that—you know—childhood, adolescence, adult, older adult, and in, and intimacy; those different stages of development uh, as a school of thought, as far as ph- psychology is concerned, has probably done more
2: more detriment to to uh, expanding views than 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 good. You know, not that personhood is wrong. Because we do have
4: those phases of personhood where we I guess begin to shift our our consciousness into different abilities areas of thought like intimacy, for example uh old age intimacy has has to do with um a relationship with your surroundings that is is reminiscent of
2: this expansive view that we're dialoguing about, you know, but you may not experience that in in your youth. Sorry about the noise in the background. So. Yeah, I do think if you do everything in order, it 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 like like a healthy flower. It will it will unfold. But I do think it's important to get everything done in order, yes. Do over.
4: Well,
2: let me ask you, do you want to talk about reincarnation?
4: Because reincarnation is kind of an issue that a lot of people um, um, find it that to be, they think it's kind of real. Okay? And as real as it may be, right, um, the only type of, I think, in my opinion, the only type of uh, remembrance that could occur is one when when you tap into that larger sense of self and more expanded one you're going to remember the past lives probably you know but without it you won't you won't see reincarnation as a <clears throat> you I mean I'm saying <clears throat> that the possibility is there To I'm not saying it happens but that it's just that from that expanded view your son you're kind of seeing uh, you know wow, the possibility of previous existences as the same thing. You see what I mean? Like belief um, does not become aware of itself necessarily as having passed on from one tree to another one. It's just doing what it's doing. But but the beauty of being human being is that we can contemplate previous existences or future ones, right? And do it all from this place of the moment just the moment you know so that's um i think it's it's, it's an aspect of being on the leading
2: edge really of creation But call me crazy, you know. Does work. Some of these topics are so f- profound. I mean, if you think about
4: natural law, right, and you think about and you think about general um, societies, let's take it to the legal side of things. Blackstone. I recently learned that Blackstone spoke about water and its effect and how 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 water. Right. You can look at water and see how justice should work. Also, justice should justice should flow, just like water does. You know, through the community. Uh, and it should fall in the most appropriate place for it, and it's just easy to do that. There's a, there's a justice about water that, uh, and its surroundings, right? That you just can't deny. And so that kind of justice, when it comes to the common law and its application in the local community for justice, is is is, is imperative to to note. So there, in some ways, there's a it's necessary to notice. Uh, the grand uh, philosophical scheme of things, and be well educated um, in order to really actually understand how communities work. You have to have a sense of self about you that is both balanced, you know, on on, on equal in equal proportions, equally built, basically, if you will, you know, um, not
2: polarized. Okay, I think I would go along with that. So to go back to the
1: reincarnation, have you done a regression?
2: Uh no, I
5: never have. It's amazing. I saw a regression therapist, um, down near Atlanta, and it was an absolutely amazing experience, um, guided by your own higher self with her assistance, and starting with a, um, you know, what did you want to achieve out of it, and it was, um, very, uh, visceral, like, you felt like you were in those places and there is a lesson. There, there's a current that, um, that I feel like you keep on going through, karma or whatever you want to call it, that you keep going through until you get the desired result. It was really amazing to me.
6: That's interesting. I, it sounds like
4: an acid trip that I had one time. <laughs> um, I shouldn't even say it like that, but to be... Forthright, um, I thought I had a past life experience while consuming some LSD. I and and I don't think that the thought would have been in my mind had it not been something genuine. You, you know what I'm saying? I because I wasn't even a believer in past life experiences or past life existences. Yet I had uh, this this profound. Awareness that that this memory that I was living out, right, in that one in this now moment, was something from a past life experience, which which threw me back, to say the least, because I never believed in past lives. Okay, uh, so the other the other aspect of past life regression um, can be can be noticed uh, simply by. Um, taking, again, this different perspective, this more localized perspective, whereby you look at your limited sense of self and your childhood and you go back and
2: counsel yourself, right, for any type of childhood trauma that you may have had.
5: Yeah, it was really... It was a little bit of both. Um, I have someone in my life that... uh, I can't seem to let go of even though it would be for my best good. And my question when I went to the regression was, okay, why? Why am I doing this to myself? Like, what is the tie? You can feel that there's a link to this person, this human being, that it just kind of transcends everything. And in the regression, it was twofold. Um, First, I ended up going back to... Argentina and it, it was so real it, it was like she said oh look at your feet okay what color are your feet they're brown are you male or female I'm a boy how old are you and, and just like yeah la, 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 la and it came to be that this lifetime was um I was an older brother and he was my younger brother. And he stole something from the village or the family or something. And I took the blame for him and ended up getting beat to death. And in this lifetime, the whole, um, there's always been this feeling of guilt that he carries. And it never made any sense to me until then. And I was going through this whole story. And she said, I don't want you to take it because I was running down a path. And she said, "All right, I want you to go back to before you started running." And then I described the thing, and I said, "Oh yeah, it was my brother." Real nonchalant. She said, "Okay, can you see your brother?" Yeah, okay, there he is. Um, okay, walk over to him. Okay, she's like, "Okay, look into his eyes." And who is it? And I just, like I have a recording of it. Like it literally took my breath away. I was like, "Oh." <sighs> It's dead. It's like I started to cry. I felt all of the feelings of actually being there. And it was such a huge relief and release because, you know, we've gone, I've gone to energy readers and tarot readers and all of that kind of stuff. I love energy work. And everyone has always said like you would walk through fire for him. Like you have walked through fire for him. You have this amazing dedication to him. And it didn't never made never connected until um I did this regression. And it was really cool. Was just like, Okay, we're gonna go someplace else. Oh, okay, that was resolved. Went into another lifetime. like, so, all right, where are you? Um, in Paris. So, okay, describe your surroundings. It's like this beautiful brick home and um, wealthy, and um, she's like, "Okay, there's a mirror. Look in the mirror." And I was like, "Dang, I'm the bomb!" And she started laughing. I'm like, "No, seriously. Like, I'm beautiful." She's like, "Okay, describe how it feels." I said, "This is ama-, Like, just giddy with excitement, and felt like I was standing there. You know, I'm beautiful. I'm wealthy. I'm loved. I'm happy. I have everything. This is amazing." She said, are you by yourself? And I said, well, yes and no. She's like, okay. Well, I'm married. He's not here. He's away at work or something. But, you know, I'm loved and I love him and and everything is really, really good. And in that instant, um, I don't know about you guys, but when I feel my truth or energy or whatever you want to call it, It's always a warm wash and it gives me kind of the tingles and it comes from right to left. And in that instant, I had that feeling and I just broke out sobbing, crying. And She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, oh my God, how do you love somebody that much? And I've had that feeling a couple of times in my life. And there's really not any words to describe that connection. And it's not... One person or one soul, it's that for me that connection to the life source to the god source, and it was just indescribable to feel it and she said, "Okay, you know why are we here what What is it about this lifetime and I was like, "Oh wow, it's um to show me that I can like this has happened in to me and I have felt that connection to life and to love. And it's beautiful. And, you know, I created that. And if we're creating our lives and our experiences for the greatest expansion, it kind of clicked for me because <clears throat> if I had that, it, it, you know, it was my imagination or my uh, previous life or whatever. Um, but I, it felt real. I had that beautiful, amazing lifetime and if I chose to come in for the greatest expansion, it kind of put things in order for me and explained a lot of where I am in this lifetime because this lifetime has not been beautiful and loving and and wealthy. It's been very different from that, but to know that you've had it before and feel that feeling, know what you're striving for, what you're reaching for when you do give your attention to something. It was really amazing. So it was super beneficial to me. I genuinely enjoyed it and I
2: look forward to going back to it again. And I lost everybody and all that didn't I?
0: <laughs> oh, and so did uh James. Southern California, you there?
4: Yes, I actually dropped off. You, uh, <laughs> <The call. laughs> Nobody was
0: listening. <laughs> You've called you You called in before, haven't you? Yes. Yeah, Jeremiah, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. AKA Donaldson It's not so fun to talk to Donaldson um because Donaldson
4: is aware of a lot I'm aware of a lot of things I call myself Donaldson but it's just a name you know it's I'm Jeremiah but the idea is that I'm aware of a lot of 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 the psychologies better out there and available and I've chosen this road that makes me feel a lot better than one that has limitations in it and so it's so easy to spot that the opposite uh, side of the coin on a lot of the calls that that I get on so I not only do I get upset a lot at the time right by by people but also right I'm, I'm expressing a sense of compassion. And I feel like I'm feeling compassionate, you know, in a, in a lot of ways. Um, by just being there, you know, just by sharing my, the knowledge is actually being compassionate. and Because I don't have to share anything, you know. So, I mean, again, healthy self-centeredness, right, is, 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 not, is not so bad. It's not so bad. I'm a big proponent of it. We need to we need to feel good. We need to feel healthy, self centeredness. Each one of us. Um, I think it, without it, how can we even be
2: begin to recognize the other? You know. And 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 judging from the silence, I'm going to have to deem. I'm going to have to say that this is probably a good
4: opportunity to. To add that, that um, this whole attitude of acceptance of others, right, is is why I began to reach out to other people in the first place on these calls, is because I realized that that I couldn't do it alone. I couldn't do what I wanted to do alone. Even in business, you can't do it alone. I'm doing window cleaning, but I also have to go out and make relationships and build relationships with business owners. Um, and that's there's an element of psychology involved in that um that needs maintenance constant maintenance so um if i can do it there i can do it in other places as well and that's what i mean there's healthy self-centeredness out there constant maintenance because if you don't constantly maintain it right (laughs) you're going to run out of wood
2: and you're going to run out of water to use a buddhist metaphor James back on, and I yield the mic on that on that one, hopefully make- y- you can you can go on
3: <laughs> hi James. hello, I'm just listening, putting a lot of perspective in front of me, and I'm feeling like many questions that I've had in general in my life have been kind of answered just now. (laughs) So pretty interesting. Anything you
2: want (laughs) to detail?
3: What Kim was kind of talking about with the regression, like a lot of my dreams are like past life and, like that's that's kind of what I experience when I dream, and I've always wondered, like, well, maybe maybe that's what kind of could be affecting me now, because I'll constantly have a dream. I I don't know. I don't know how to get into detail about that. I don't feel so crazy. <laughs> well, that's
6: excellent.
4: That's good to hear. You know, we shouldn't feel crazy when we start to think about um the past lives because because recognition of these two areas of psychology gives rise to specific comfort, you know. Um, especially when we're talking about uh the uh um the past life experiences and the recognition thereof. So um that is really cool
3: to hear that you're
4: giving uh, an answers from this from this call
3: yeah it's really it's really interesting it's got me thinking
2: what specifically about like how are you thinking in terms now differently than you were before
3: i guess more at ease i guess um I wouldn't say like I have something to blame or anything, but it's kind of like, like I do feel like an answer was kind of given. And what
4: thought, what was the thought that that created that ease
3: for you? Just mostly about the regression. Like that's kind of what, what kind of put a lot together for me throughout this entire, I guess, listening time that I've had (laughs) Um, because we, we've, rolled through quite a few topics, and they've all come together kind of within just an understanding of my personal development and my personal self and how, I guess, kind of, oh, I don't know. That's hard to explain. I'm going to have to think more on that.
4: But it's also the fact—the fact that you're just here on the call, actually giving you some satisfaction, and you're hearing some things that are interesting regarding your—you're in a place of harmony with, you know, you're in cohesion with your other surrounding members, and uh, I think we have consensus on these on some points. And so, when you get that consensus, it you're going to feel exhilarated. You know, that's the beauty of common law. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely, I agree. Thank you. All good.
4: I am, if you hear that music, I am in the Mission in San Francisco. I'm in an alley called Clarion Alley. It's an art alley, and there are tourists as well as locals just hanging out uh, and kind of soaking up the rays and i'm actually going to exit the call at this point but um if anyone has any questions for me i'd like to answer that first
6: and
2: then i'm going to go ahead and take off but
0: i'm sure i'm sure we'll hear from you again jeremiah <laughs> thanks for calling in
2: good afternoon folks have a
5: good day I think I'm going to jump off here and go back and down the hatches before this wind starts kicking up.
3: Hey, you be safe, okay?
5: Yeah, we're all good.
3: You text me if you need anything. If you need all just right. a cheer-up text message, I'll send you a cheer-up text message.
5: Oh, no, I'm doing good. <laughs> all right, you guys take care. It was good to talk to you.
3: Okay, Bye.
5: Bye.
3: I think I'll probably head off, too. I've got a get to something so okay, okay. thank you that was yeah. pretty interesting
0: yeah yeah
3: you have a you have a good day okay
2: yeah okay bye thanks it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you
0: do when you win